and welcome to Yudcast. This is Head of School Dan Glass with you once again, recording live in the Sound Lab here at the Brandeis School of San Francisco. It is a beautiful, sunny Thursday. Um, I, we're going to start today with a poem, uh, as we start every day with a poem. This is a, a very short piece um, by Sid Corman, who um, it, I'm actually just going to read a section uh, from a poem called Tableau Vivant um, uh, that's only six lines long, uh, and it goes like this. Paul Salon, also meant to be human, but death was too much to make meaning of, not at least without entering into. I really like that. Um... And it actually continues, I can no more eat for than die for you, but Bill's plums still taste good to me. Um, that second uh, reference to the um, Williams, William Carlos Williams apology note um, poem. Uh, I don't know, remember it precisely, but I've eaten the plums in the icebox. They were um, so cool and so sweet or something to that effect. Um, Anyway, Sid Corman's a very interesting po poet. I was thinking of that little fragment uh, listening to um, some people sharing ideas at Yom Kippur services yesterday, uh, including um, a, a notion from the Jewish mystics that um, to truly live, you have to die before you die. Um, and that was connected, of course, to the uh, Yom Kippur's kind of association with um, with death and the mortification of the body around fasting and wearing of the linen shrouds and all of that, uh, which I just thought was a very interesting concept. And it made me think of that, um, that little fragment about Paul Salon and the idea of entering into death, um, without dying in the way that we perhaps do or do not do that on Yom Kippur. Um, and we, uh, we were at Yom Kippur services yesterday as a family way across the bay in the East Bay at Urban Adama, which is uh, a really amazing um, uh, Jewish urban farm space in Berkeley. Um, and we have done a variety of things at uh, Urban Adama, but never gone to a high holiday service before. It's not run, services are not run by Urban Adama, they're run by an organization called Torah of Awakening. Um, and it was interesting to be um, outside uh, for Yom Kippur services. Yom Kippur is really like the most internal, uh, inward-facing kind of reflective of the holidays to me. Um, and so to be outside on a sunny day, to be walking around... Um, the farm and seeing goats and chickens. Uh, it was just a very interesting, very different experience. Um, at one point, uh, there was a space designated for kids in a, in a yurt, actually, there on the farm. And I went in there with Alma, um, and there was a space where you could make these little um, herb sachets for Havdalah, uh, and stuff rosemary and lavender into um, little miniature burlap bags. 
Um, and that made me th sitting there and doing that and just appreciating the wonderful smell of the things that we made it uh, brought to mind for me a line in the draft of our strategic plan which we're getting close to finalizing and uh, preparing to share in November um, uh, and the line says following millennia of Jewish tradition Brandeis students begin with questions in constructing their own understandings of Jewish practice and their world, becoming critical and connected thinkers. Growing up, Jewish practice seemed very much a fixed thing to me, uh, something that we did, if not by rote, then certainly by following fixed pathways. Uh, you know, from, from the big rituals of the high holidays to smaller rituals of Shabbat, there were um, sort of prescribed ways uh, that one did all of these things. And I, I can't really remember being invited to think about how I might um, uh, consider those, um, those pathways differently for myself. Uh, contrary to that, at Brandeis, and in, I think, this creative moment for Jewish life in the Bay Area in general, I see daily the reverse, the many ways that we tell our children that they can make the tradition their own, even in something so simple as creating uh, a ritual object there with Alma, where she got to create this, uh, this sachet for Havdalah. Um, so with that in mind, I actually thought this week I would share with you my own practice of making the tradition my own. Um, last year, I was part of a group of poets connected to the kitchen, another one of our uh, new ways of thinking about doing Jewish here in the Bay Area. Um, and this was a group of poets that came together to study some foundational prayers uh, from, um, from the prayer book and then um, take those prayers and write uh, our own versions of or responses to them and poems that would maybe live alongside the prayers in a prayer book um, to offer, you know, multiple entry points as we like to talk about in the context of teaching and learning here. So while Brandeis commitments kept me from seeing how that project was completed, I did come to enough meetings to work through my own version of the Amidah, the standing prayer. Um, and I thought I would share that here with you all as a kind of reflection on these days of awe we have just come through. So this is uh, a short poem and it goes like this. World, sacrifice my breath. Pour us into air, this song of parents pressed to feet midnights, ancient remedies honeying our throats. World, sacrifice our sleep for the dreaming, the air of us thrumming to the stars. Song of our parents, our children sing past the breaking voice, the lumped throats, the ache of our shattered dark. World, my ancestors are nearer. I gaze upon them as the swallow gazes, looking down the hill. Those last three lines, my ancestors are nearer, I gaze upon them as the swallow gazes, looking down the hill, um, are actually uh, a trio of lines that um, I are found language um, that I have had in my office um, for going on, uh, a, going on a decade now. It was part of a um, elective that I taught 
uh, at a previous school um, on the the art of the cut up and the the history in in contemporary poetry and 20th century poe- poetry of uh, cutting up um, newspapers and magazines and even books to create new language and new poetry um, and we created uh, poetry dice where we created these cubes and then um, put uh, f- words or phrases on the cubes um, to, to sort of have even another layer of um, of surprise uh, in um, uh, and chance in, in the construction of poetry. And one of the faces of that cube has those three lines and they've, um, they've always provoked a profound curiosity in me. Um, and they went together to me with the um, the standing and and looking inward um, that is central to the Amida as a prayer. So with that, I wish you all weekends full of making the tradition your own in whatever uh, form that takes for you. I wish you weekends full of song and hopefully full of continued sunlight as we uh, enjoy the actual summer here in September and October in the Bay Area. Uh, Shabbat Shalom to any of you listening on Shabbat, and um, we will be back with you here in the Sound Lab on the Yudcast next week. Thank you.